Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They is bugging us over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you. October 2nd, 2023. This is KRC. This is going to be a rough show. There's just no other way around it. You, you must have had yourself a Saturday, Mr. Sports Talker. Uh, first time seeing UK beat Florida in person, I was going to leave it all out in the stands. You well, did. I, I, I did. I did. It was a beatdown. They gave us a lot to cheer about. I obliged. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, you're, my voice is going to sound like this today. I'm sorry. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. It's bad. It's bad. Um, and you're always scared, like, the first time you open up. what Because, like, you heard me when I first came in here. I was like, hi. Like, I couldn't even get the word yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, so, yeah. It was um, yeah, it's going to be a rough show. There's no doubt about that. Scoots, how are you? I am good, although a little concerned about you. You came in here to me and said hello, and I just was thinking you had a frog in your throat. I didn't know that your voice was wrecked like it is, so... Yeah, definitely going to be an interesting show. But overall, I'm really good. Cats are 5-0, and so that means we're going to have some more fun this week on KRC. Had a good weekend. I got to call my high school game on Friday, which ended up being a good game. And then Saturday, I actually was close to you all as I had to go to Frankfurt, call Midway Sprint Football on Saturday. So that was fun as well. And then yesterday, just a bunch of work in football and betting in Kentucky, which was amazing. I, I absolutely love that I can be at the hotel and bet on football games now. There's... There's never been a better transition in my life. Yeah, so you, you get the live betting all weekend. You still had cool props from all the different gambling websites. So hopefully everybody did a little did all right for themselves. Man, the uh, really enjoy like like Scoots. You, you know how we have all those moments where it's like, gosh, it'd been so nice if I just had the app with me. Yeah, had that moment this weekend because. Uh, especially with the NFL, like I don't, I'm not doing a bunch of like research ahead of time. Um, but it's Sunday morning and I'm like, Ooh, I want to scratch that itch. Uh, the one pick that I got from somebody, you know, you tell people sometimes I just tailed somebody. I think that was the only one I missed and my home sliding yesterday, but just sitting around, I pull up my phone at a kid's birthday party and, uh, there's a boost. It's like, Oh, no sweat bet. So I didn't sweat it at all to bet the Patriots <laughs> under 17 and a half points. Zero sweat at all. It cashed easily. That is a zero sweat bet. Yeah, yeah. So it was It was just like, oh, I, I know that this isn't, they aren't going to always have these fun little boosts, but it is nice to uh, 
able to do this and uh having one of my better nfl weekends i've ever had so i'll take it yeah i was on the bills uh, i felt yep. good about that Talk one same. It seemed like that was a, a, a come down to earth spot for the dolphins although they almost turned around and had 70 dropped on them all willy billy and then I loved the under and the Browns-Ravens game, even before Deshaun Watson went out. But it was 41 once he was out. And I was like, okay, how would these two teams combine to get to that number? Uh, I didn't even honestly think the, the Ravens were going to score as much as they did. I got a little nervous there when they got on that touchdown flurry right before the half. Good weekend for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, I was uh... – I was texting another uh, fellow Pittsburgh Steelerian, uh, Jeff Drummond, before the game. I was just like, yeah, don't got a good feeling about this one. I just, everything about it sounds bad. So, um, shout out Texas, Texans money line. Another cash. Easy. Straight cash, homie. Uh, I, while with other dads at this birthday party, Scoots, um, like the Colts, they made a comeback. So, one of the Colts fans, he was all fired up. And they're like, Roush, don't worry. The Steelers, they're going to make a comeback. I'm it's only a 10-point deficit. I was like, it might as well be 40 if it's the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Yeah, they can't score. They're there. Oh. Yeah, I got the Colts plus 17 on 17 and a half on a live line when they right. were down 20 nothing. I was like, Colts at home always make games interesting. Not always, but they always have a little fight in, in them at home. And, heck, they almost just won outright. Game went to overtime if, yeah, you, yeah. if you turned it off. Uh, a lot of blowouts in the NFL yesterday disappointing about that a lot of blowouts in in the nfl um patrick Mahomes did not the jets they got life undertaker gift yeah Zach so wilson back I, I was so long asleep before that game probably i, mean, I think i went to bed at nine o'clock last night oh yeah so, good job um oh but also just you think my voice is bad my cell phone won't won't catch a charge anymore oh very annoying it it's something in the jack like it, oh. it feels very loose. Have, it's like not a tight fit. Oh, but it's, you, you, have you tried the clean in and out thing? How was that? No. With a toothpick. Uh, I, I did use some utensils yesterday and just kind of poked around in there, but I had no idea what I was doing. Oh Wait. yeah, yeah. There's like there's instructionals online on like how you scrape Ooh, the stuff out. TJ surely put it in there and it like fit better than it has. So yeah, yeah. Just, oh, it, well, it just instantly fell out though, so it's probably not good. TJ, surely you have a phone that's new enough where you can just sit it on the quick charger, right? Yes. Okay. I, I do, but I don't have a quick charger. Um, the wife has one, but she takes it to her office with her. So, oh, so I, she doesn't love you is what you're saying. No, we just have it at her office. Uh, we've got our speedy charger at the house, which doesn't do me any good when it can't do that. But, yeah, Scooch, that's, the plan is after the show I'm going to swing by her office and switch out the chargers. Oh, yeah, so that hasn't been fun. Have, have and it's a weird thing. It, like it, it charged Saturday. Like it was fine Saturday night, Sunday morning. It just can't handle this uh, success by the Wildcats. I think that's what it is. It's just it's too much. And, and you all wonder why I won't get rid of my iPhone six because I don't have any issues. I jumped in the pool with it, and we're back to normal. So yeah, that's why I won't upgrade. It Everybody is. with newer phones has so many issues. No, that's not true. It is very funny. It is nice that your phone made it back, though, after the, it did. At the, after the quick dip. Pretty a little, pumped. A little too chilly for Scoots. Pretty pumped. By the way, closing the hotel pool today, so that's fun. No more kids. That's exciting. Wait, like, for good? For the season. Is it a outdoor pool? It is, yeah. Wow. Kept it. Normally, I, I guess uh, since we're, we're more of a summer state now, we can keep it open I, through September. I don't know if anybody's even gotten in it in the last two weeks. It's been so cold. How often do Scoots take a dip? In there? No, never. Oh, are you scared? Mm, 
Yeah, there's other places I would want to swim. Great. We were just talking about how we can't get on DraftKings here. Yeah. But we were like, oh, no sweat. You can get it on your phone. <laughs> Don't have a phone. Uh, how am I supposed to make my 7, 12 a.m. bets? <laughs> uh, so, Travis, it, Kelsey's longest reception wasn't 22 yards. Oh. <sighs> I went crazy on that one. Just now seeing this. Yeah, P did. He, I had a text from him because I could see it on my Apple Watch, um, although now it's no longer letting me do that anymore. But um, what happened? Was there controversy with it? Did like he have a long reception that almost went for 22 yeah, yards? Yeah, his first one of the game was 17 or 18. But I, I, to my knowledge, I went to bed at halftime, TJ. I was in bed early like you. But to my knowledge, that was the longest one of the game for him. His longest, it says, was 16. So it must have Oh, been really? That okay. You, yeah. That you're referring to. Uh, yeah, that was one of those like fun kind of odds boosts they had. I think twenty five dollars paid eighty, mm-hmm. which is like pretty good value. And you may say, "Well, that one didn't hit. That stinks." But you got a free fifty dollars with UK scoring a point. You whoa, got a whoa, free whoa. fifty dollars bo- bo- bonus bets uh, legalese. Uh, yeah, we're not. Supposed- yeah. I'm not. I'm not employed. By right, anybody. right, right. You can call it whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I just gotta watch. Roush got to watch his butt. Yeah, yeah, we 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 got that email. Still came it's out bonus bets. Still came free. out ahead with the the bonus bets. Yeah. Not the not the free money, but it, it still came ahead with the bonus bets. And uh, just to our listeners too, I know most of you all like we're, we're figuring like we're, our shows aren't going to be always like, hey, this is we we won this, we got that, we won. But first weekend, I think everybody's a little excited, like having all the dads stand around and like yeah, just sure. talk about our bets. Like we're not always going to do that, but just that that initial opening weekend just excitement a lot of fun what i found to be interesting too tj is how some people decided to spend their like free 25 dollars where it's like oh 25 bucks mm-hmm. so the way i i was very anti putting it on futures like what's the point of getting all of this free stuff if i'm just if it's just going to sit there right like I, one of my buddies he's just like he's loading up on kentucky futures and i'm like well i mean yes if they hit that's that's enormous, but like they give that to you to like play. So exactly right. Like I'm trying to build a little bit of a bankroll here. Was also fascinated. Other friend took the opposite effect and went three money line huge favorites. Um, and like had one other that was a little bit shorter, but it was like the Eagles, which he had to really sweat that one out. Niners and. Um, I I forget who the other big NFL favorite was yesterday, but that was his like I'll parlay it, and then the two hundred dollar bet will make one thirty, and I'm like, or you, I mean, there's still odds, aren't that? Yeah, you could just make it real. So like I I was fascinated by people did their stuff. I um, TJ did the thing where I, I kept checking that look ahead line, got Kentucky plus twenty three and a half at Georgia. Yeah, that was awesome. You said as much. Um, hopefully, yeah. you all were listening. I think maybe Thursday that, that it was when I was like, I think it's 21 and a half, 22 and a half right now. And I think you had seen that it had even gone up from that. And you said, get it because it's not going to be that. Yeah. It's, it ended up being 14 or 13 and a half. Yeah, I mean, that's a steal. It really yeah. is. That's, that's, so, that 10. 10, 10 extra doll hairs. Now, it being 14 and a half, that's a little trickier of a bet, but we've got all week to talk about it. We've got all week to talk about UK's big win over Florida at the Krogue. EJ left it all out in the field. I did. Had a blast. So much fun. Uh, being on the white side of the stadium, I wore the Kentucky Roll Call shirt. Don't, you know, I, 
actually almost sometimes prefer this not be the case, but got stopped like the most I ever had. Yeah. Um, I did the stopping for Wukash Orbzut, though. Oh, Saw yeah. him. I was, it was just like, you know, when you see a seven foot two dude in the concourse, seven foot three, whatever he is, I, I've actually never like introduced myself to him. Not that he'd have any idea of who I am. He do, he didn't or doesn't. Um, I, it's not like I'm, do you know me? I didn't do that. But I was just like, I was a big fan of yours. I asked about the Bogut game in 05. I told him I was there and stuff. So that was pretty cool. I, uh, a bunch of family members were like, who was that guy? Who's that guy you took a picture with? That was the biggest guy I've ever seen. You're not small. And he made you look like a little child. I was like, oh, yeah. Just seen it, in, seven foot Polish guy. seen it in person. And then ran into Bullet East Beast, who he is not a tall guy. Uh, right, yeah, right. He, he got both ends of the spectrum. And Bullet East Beast also had some face paint on, which was pretty cool. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> it yeah but a lot of people saw the roll. I think it was just because I was wearing the roll call shirt, and they are like, roll call? Is, is that Yeah, I, you? I ran into you? the sack pack uh, all the way to the pre- uh, press box. They were getting after it. Oh, for sure. Getting after it. Everybody at the at the Krogue was. Mark Stoops said as much. Dude, that, that atmosphere was awesome. I told you it was going to be. UK fans love beating Florida in football. And when like they can smell blood in the water or they feel like they've got a good chance of doing it, they're going to show up in, in droves. It's been that way with Florida for, for a long, long time. And now and we're going we're gonna to get into it. Um, well, you know, maybe we just do it now. You know how we, we, we like to go with the flow on this show. Yeah, well, I didn't think the first segment was going to be just me crushing the Ryder Cup team, but we can save that. Yeah, yeah, we don't need that. That ain't going anywhere. Yeah. So let's talk Cats, Florida. Roush, it's funny. It's like we can get all the ingredients and think that we're going to get one thing. We think we know a bunch of stuff. I think we thought we were making burgers with the way this game was going to go, and we got delivered like a, a delicious pork del- chop. Deli- well, pork chop's always really, really good, too. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was going to say filet uh-huh. because it. we thought Kentucky had a good chance. We thought Kentucky were going to win. Everybody here, like that doesn't happen all that often where – we all pick, and it actually kind of comes to fruition the way uh, that we predict. But how we predicted was so wrong. Uh, yep, just so, yep. so, so wrong. UK offensive line dominated Florida. <laughs> Ray Davis and UK's rushing attack dominated Florida. We were right about UK's defensive front having a good advantage. We did get that one right. Mm-hmm. But we thought people were going to air it out. I made some future or I made some prop bets on anytime touchdown scores on almost all the wide receivers because I was like, you're probably going to, you're not, I don't know if you're going to get tough yards on the goal line against this. Group. Oh, no, they did. They dominated them up front. Hats off to UK's offensive line. They were incredible. Hats off to Ray Davis. What a, sh- what a string of running backs UK has had. Benny Snell, Chris Rodriguez, Ray Davis. I mean, even Boom was a lot of fun. Oh, but yeah. Now when you're like looking at all these guys, you're like, ah, Boom. He doesn't really hold a candle <laughs> to these guys. It's nuts, Roush. It really is. So uh, that was incredible. I did not anticipate the game going in that fashion, but that was just a good old-fashioned SEC butt-kicking up front, both well, sides of the ball. Kudos to you for actually taking your hat off when you said hats off to Ray Davis. <laughs> that was that was a nice touch. I wish people from home could see. Uh, Cameras are coming next week, says Rutherford. Really, the only thing I'm disappointed in is, I mean, I'm going to say it, but, like, remember when Ray Davis went for 300? Wanted him to get to 300 so badly. Wanted to have the U.K. single-game rushing record. Uh, but 280, still pretty good. And it was so funny. Like, uh, I've had those moments in the press box before where you're just kind of giggling in there. I, I feel like Jeff Bacoro a little bit. But at one point, he had nine carries for 190 yards and three touchdowns. And it was the second quarter. I just, I, 
I mean, that was that was so much fun. I mean, and it's almost I, I know you know we'll get to like the the passing game and all that in a little bit, but like the going into this game, I think fans had a lot of, like the the little apprehension we had is well, but we haven't played a complete game. Can we still beat teams not playing a complete game? The answer is emphatically yes. Um, I think Florida, as J.J. Weaver said, uh, I don't think they're a very good team. But I do think they're like middle of the road SEC. Like Kentucky's going to play four other teams that are just like Florida, right? Like just perfectly average, middle of the road SEC football teams. And Kentucky beat them in a way that we did not know they could beat teams. Just by running the ball down their throats. Um, My favorite part of this, is that, like, Nick Delatore said it last night. He was like, well, I don't know why Florida thought they could come to Kentucky and out Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. It's like, well, you, you, you thought you could do that, which is just, I mean, I'm still, TJ, like, it's, I know it's, we're in a different time, but, like, oh, oh I, beating Florida is never going to get old. Mm-hmm. And, like, Completely dominate, like physically dominating him. It just, it, it just, it just warms this old man's heart. I just can't, I can't, I don't, I don't even know how else to, to say it. But like, it's just, it's so surreal. It, it, it takes a while for me to get used to beating the crap out of him, and it's so much fun every single time. And if you haven't gotten to see Kentucky just absolutely dominate Florida in person yet. It's it's I, a highly highly recommend. It's so much fun. I was behind the eight ball on it. That's why I was just I, I, my poor friends. I was so annoying on Saturday. But like, <laughs> I, I I just you know I've seen Florida beat Kentucky so badly so many times, and just like going into the game, just please at halftime, like let me get excited about the second half. Even if we're down, you know, like ten or fourteen, give me a chance to think we've got a chance in the second half. The 07 game day game was probably the one that I'd been in person for the most that it was like, you know, don't you, you can't give up with this group. The, the, stay tuned because something exciting can happen. And then Stoops got in, and he started getting close. Some wide receivers were uncovered, and it was kind of like Lucy moving the football from Charlie Brown. It was like, we're getting closer. I'm not seeing blowouts, yet somehow this may be worse. Like this – I. I, maybe I missed the blowouts compared to like these brutal losses to Florida coming up short. The play clock violet, you know, we forget about that one. I shouldn't say we forget about it, but we've moved on from that one because you just have dominated Florida so much. However, I wasn't in attendance for those games. I was in attendance this past Saturday, and it was uh, just really from start to finish. Uh, UK set the tone early in the game, very similar to what they did against Vanderbilt. Started on the defensive side of just kind of saying, like, things ain't going to come easy for this opposing offense. Uh, and Kentucky kind of handled handled Florida very similarly to how they handled Vanderbilt. Think about this. Two SEC games into the season, and against Vanderbilt, it took UK fewer than seven minutes to get a double-digit lead, and they never that, that never went away. They led by double digits the remainder of the game, so take away seven from 60. 53 minutes, Roush. UK led by double digits against Vandy in in its first SEC opener. It took Kentucky a little bit longer. It took them oh, about nine minutes against Florida to get a double-digit lead. 
they for the next 51 minutes, UK at least led by double digits at any point throughout the game. Could have been 10, could have been 99. I'll leave that up to you in the record books. That being like, But think about that for a second. For 53 minutes against Vanderbilt, Kentucky led by double digits. For 51 minutes against Florida, Kentucky led by double digits. Never trailed in either game. Always led. They're two for two in SEC games, Roush. And I, I, you, you can only take what you're given. But, like, how silly do some folks have to feel from, like, those early Ball State game takes, Akron game takes? I get it. Like, you, we have to – we, we do a radio show, so we have to respond, and we have to talk about, again, things that we see. But that whole time, I think you and I were the ones trying to be like, folks, they're going to be okay. Like, this, this, these are garbage games. Even though it's not yep, perfect, yep. these are the games to not look perfect in. We got to judge them when they play somebody actually worth a fart. And I don't know how folks feel about Vandy, whether they think they're worth a fart or not worth a fart. But I think most people think Florida is. They were nationally ranked. Maybe they were a little overrated. I don't care. I don't care what they do the rest of the season. They're Florida. They can get lost for all. I want their program to go down in the swamp. But they're just. Fill the swamp. Fill the swamp. They were just two beatdowns. There's no other way to put it. UK football is two for two in SEC games, and both of them were over in the first 10 minutes of the game. I mean, they were really pretty much over in the first well, 10 minutes. And, and in the defense, the fast start, it took Florida three possessions to get a first down, took Vanderbilt one, two, three, four, five possessions to get a first down. Um, it's like a surreal sentence to say that. Yeah, I mean. It, but it's not surprising, weirdly enough, like with this Mark Stoops football team. I mean, in one of the Florida possessions ended early because – the six foot six, three hundred fifty pound defensive lineman dropped back in pass coverage and just smoked somebody. Him and Keaton Way just destroyed that guy across the middle of the field. <laughs> just absolutely destroyed that guy. Trevin Wallace was like, "Yeah, so the ball just fell into my hands." Two plays later, they score a touchdown. I mean, Deion Walker, so good. He was getting some Josh Allen treatment on Saturday too. Oh, like, yeah. like just getting held to Bolivia. Every single pass rush, and he was still getting back there. They weren't calling it. He it he is yeah he he gets the the Josh Allen treatment for me in the stands where it's like forget the rest of the play. I'm I'm gonna miss something. I'm just gonna watch that dude. Yeah, just like even if he gets double teamed, it's fun to watch because you're getting these two grown men, three hundred plus pound, taking on one guy, and they ain't winning. Now maybe they're like playing even, but they're definitely not winning. It, it, he's so fun to watch. It's similar to Josh Allen. Um, especially if you could ever just watch Josh Allen in one-on-one. He, he takes such big strides, and, like, before the offensive lineman would even engage contact, he was already, like, falling backwards, you know, like before, <laughs> he, before he even knew what hit him. Josh Allen had a nice game for the Jags yesterday. Yeah, I had a couple sacks on the Toy Story game. Did you watch the Toy Story game? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was cool. It yeah. was cool. All right, first and foremost, um, while we – let's go off this tangent for just a moment. Can we, can we not just watch football games with the all-22 angle? Why can't why can't we watch? What, 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 it's a fair question. I, I'm always worth trying, but you know how some people are when they try something new. They're like, I I, I, I like that. Like I, I like watching the game like that. Secondly, shout out to them for seemingly having uh, the the experts at Disney. They were like, ooh, every three or four plays, like whatever it is, let's get the new animation in there to keep the kids engaged. Because every time felt like mine was like getting tired of the game is like, oh, there's the aliens flying around. Oh, look, it's it's Duke Nukem doing the little uh the little the jump. 
I don't know if I know who Duke Nukem is. Duke Kaboom, not Duke. Duke Nukem was a video game. Uh, I don't know. If Duke I don't know either. Be very yeah. PC. Nowadays. Yeah. No, Duke Kaboom though. He he did. He's like evil Knievel, but Canadian. Much more appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Than Duke Nukem. That, that, yeah. We're gonna keep talking. We're gonna talk UK Florida oh, a ton. But back to the mistake thing though. The so funny Kentucky. Like yes, Kentucky fans. This team makes mistakes. They drop passes. They do bad things. We'll talk about it. But Florida, having 13 guys on the field, out of a timeout, still can't stop Kentucky. Secondly, jumping, I mean, they, they got a three and out on the Cats. They leap over a guy on special teams, and then, uh, yeah, right next play, 75-yard touchdown, Ray Davis. So, um, yeah, the, the problems that you were seeing from the Cats were not a one-off. Other teams are far from perfect as well. And Kentucky is good enough to not only overcome their own, but take advantage of the other teams. So I, I don't know exactly what that spells for this matchup with Georgia, but Georgia certainly, uh, they uh, they didn't come away clean from that win over Auburn. Still haven't covered a spread this year. Um, so they've been underperforming relative to what expectations are in Athens. But for right now, Cats 5-0. and Three straight wins over Florida for the first time since 1951. And they're nationally ranked in the top 20. That means they could be number 20. They could be number one. I'll leave it at that, though. But they are nationally ranked top 20 Top 20 team. Yeah, whatever that may be. What, what number in there, you can look it up. Let's take our first break. We'll come back more from a really, really fun Saturday at the Krogue. The color out worked, Roush. It looked, it looked it solid. It looked nice. Um, the atmosphere was amazing. UK fans. Hats off to you all as well. You all were you all were phenomenal. We're going to talk more about it. We'll get to the Thornton's text line. Roush, remind people to start their day at Thornton's before we head to a break. No, you certainly should. Um, there's Thornton's all over the city of Louisville, all over the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Download the Refreshing Rewards app before you go. Fuel your day the right way. Great coffee, fresh donuts. Ooh, maybe breakfast burrito, breakfast sandwich. Thornton's, it's simply the best. And text into the Thornton's text line, 502 414 1450. This is Kentucky Roll Call on the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Ah! The best freaking team in all the land. Woohoo! Oh. Oh. Look at that. Welcome. <clears throat> this is bad. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here uh, on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. It just felt good to be there. Great crowd. Great game, man! And no disappointment. Just like you couldn't have drawn it up any better. Almost right from the get go. Great crowd. Um, like, I mean, Eli Cox told me after the game, he's like, "Yeah, yeah we showed up and it just smelled like beer." <laughs> <laughs> and the thing that was cool too. Um, so I got there a little after nine a.m. and the the parking lots weren't. Packed. Like, I, I think everybody had the goal of getting there at 9 and then just showed up a little bit later. Because go to the catwalk, catwalk, buzzing, SEC Nation. It's just they're crammed in like sardines over there. Um, it was a 
it looked great on TV. Um, it was it was pretty pretty nuts. Um, and then just from then on, it was it was go time, and you could you could feel it. Um, I I don't. That's that's something you don't get very often. I, like I know like we we talked being grateful for the Ford winner, but like you the Big Blue Nation was awesome. Um, the 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 shirt out was great. The the excitement, the energy, and then uh, I think it was uh, Dion who said after the game he was like. There was a couple of times where we weren't really in it, and the crowd, the crowd got us, woke us up, and then we were just bobbing, you know. Like it, it was, the the defense was feeding off of that Kroger Field energy, and then the crowd popped when Ray Davis got in the end zone. Like that's just so awesome. Yeah. Did let me ask you this: Did you get slightly nervous at the touchdown right before the half? I was more annoyed than anything. Um, I because. I mean, both touchdown drives because D-Jack has Mertz in the backfield, 21-yard mm-hmm. gain. I wanted, like, I was really hoping for, like, a Kentucky runs for 400 yards and Florida runs for, like, 40 or something. Like, I, I we were, because that was how the first 25 minutes were. Like, it was complete domination. And the only thing you'd be mad at is that Barion dropped that ball in the back of the end zone. Um, so, like, it was close to perfection. D-Jack misses a sack. They get a 21-yard gain. I think they had like one play over 10 yards at that point. Go down and score. And then, I mean, Wallace had Mertz like inches from the the field on that fourth down. I mean, that was just a heck of a play Yeah, uh, to scoop that one up. Um, but I was impressed with Kentucky's ability to stop the run. Uh, that That's where, you know, going into this game, I was like, they should be good. But, like, you kind of got to – to see and he, it. ETN's good. Like, he's a good back. Yeah. He, he, he makes a lot out of nothing a lot of times, uh, but there was nothing for him to make anything he, out of. He led the SEC in runs of 10-plus yards. Uh, Ford only had two of those uh, I, on Saturday. I was going to ask you all last week, is he related to the ETN for the Jaguars? No, isn't that weird, though, that, like, there's two great ETN running backs just so close to one another? They're really not related at all? They've never even met each other. Huh. That's wild. No, they're they're gullible okay. on the ceiling. They're, they're, they're brothers, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. This one was actually ranked higher than the. Uh, but I I will say I get them mixed up on which one's Travis and Trevor. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the Etienne. It's gonna be a disaster once they're both in the NFL. Oh yeah. At least like, I think it actually is Trevor, who's with Trevor Lawrence. So you got two Trevors. No, I think it's Travis. Either way, they both <laughs> lost to Kentucky, or they would lose to Kentucky. Yeah. 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 Suck it, Jags. Clemson. Yeah, the Jags yeah. would lose to Kentucky. Mm. Yeah, don't think so. Um, I digress. Defensively, I mean, they really put Billy Napier in a blender. Um, Graham Mertz, I, you, you do have to give Graham Mertz some credit for being much better than anticipated, but like we said, TJ, Every pass he threw downfield was off target. Every single one. Yeah. Even it, even when guys were open, it was like... Eh. It's, it's weird because it's like, you don't... He was not the reason Florida struggled as much as they did. But he also has didn't do anything to change, you know, to flip the script either. Really, the best thing he did was just extend plays and avoid the rush. Because Kentucky's pass rush was all up in him. What was... You know, again, like I, I think we all thought that Florida was going to get some some tough yards rushing. ETN may just slip out of a tackle or two, uh, but no, it was more Mertz who was kind of extending plays. But 
yeah, still didn't do enough really to to change things up. When they scored right before half, I'm with you. I think I was a little bit maybe more annoyed than anything else just because you felt like Kentucky was just giving up too much. Like, you know, that, hey, they're rushing. It's the end of the half. You, I get it. You want to kind of give you, – you don't want to give up the home run ball, but stop getting cut by um, a million different little dink and dunks. It, only, it was only six plays. It seemed longer in real time. But it went by quick, <laughs> right. and, I, and, I didn't li- and I didn't like it one bit. Uh, and, it, and, you know, you saw the path. You were like, ooh, now it's a two-possession game. It's 16 again. Uh, let's hope that the start of the second half goes the way that, that UK needs it to go. Boom, a play, 68-yard touchdown drive. Just like that. And at that point, <laughs> at that point, I was like, I, you know, if, if I'd been with my wife and she was like, do you want to go? I probably would have been like, yeah, I mean, if you're like, no, I, no, I, no, I don't want to leave. But if but you really are feeling good, look, like, UK is going to win. Yeah. Like, UK is going to win. After that, I knew that it was just basically party time in the big city. Yeah. And they came down. It didn't take them long to make it a two possession game again. But after UK responded the way they did out of half, I, I felt pretty good about things. Um, and and they and they wouldn't neither team would score another touchdown after Florida's one in the third quarter. But oh man, they were hanging on to that under too until Rainer banged that fifty yard field goal. Yeah, but you know what? It was, it was great field goal. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see it go in. I don't know if it would have gone in for fifty one, but good to know that he can hit from fifty ish. Um, I for me, you know, like uh, whatever that panic sort of set in for a lot of folks. Florida. Scores two touchdowns, three and out, turnover on downs, turnover on downs. Um, the the three and out to to draw the the offsides or the false start by Florida. The fans were into. I thought Kentucky actually might have gotten flagged there, though. I thought Wallace hit him. That's when they jumped. Um, but the the fourth down stops were huge. And Brad White talked about it after the game. He was just like, everybody was just so steady, you know, like they they remained steady throughout. Uh, and even when bad things happened, they, they weren't rattled by it. That is a great sign of maturity. That's what I, I was really – that's what I felt, at least going into the season, that this team would would be able to rally around one another. Um, you know, like, like there, there was a lot of selflessness. Right after the day game, Ray Davis, I mean, this dude, I don't know if he prepares his lines or not, but he's he's so great at it. Like, he's so great at it. He's give me, like – Give me an example. Um. I didn't make history today. The O line did. Oh. Well, you know, like it's just like ah, oh, this guy he gets it. You know, like this was on all of us. They knew that we were running it well, and I just I'm not even tired. But like you know, I, they were just giving me holes, and I was running through them. Uh, uh, he said he's gonna he's gonna take the the offensive line out to dinner, and he's just worried that Marcus Cox is gonna burn a hole in his pocket because he could eat a bag of chips in a minute. Um, and then uh, somebody asked him too. They're like, you know, he holds you up in the air afterwards and I, I don't know what I asked him about it but they're like yeah like sometimes he does that and when I come down I'm just like worried he won't be able to catch me he's like it's like that 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 movie was it the notebook they run up and catch him and you know some tv girl in the back dirty dancing yeah <laughs> dirty dancing um I mean it was that was just so much fun so much fun and the best part is to TJ the, the best version of Kentucky um we haven't seen yet like Kentucky's played I think, like, from a defensive standpoint, this is UK's defense. Can they be better? Sure, they can be better. But, like, this is nothing's going to come easy against this group. Or if it does, it's going to be a, somewhat of a fluke. They're just super talented. Yeah, they like, play well. If teams beat them, like, the one deep ball, Drew Phillips just got. Like, yeah. That, I mean, that 
that was a great catch. You know, like he was right there. Like, you know, what do you, what do you do? Right. Like sometimes well, basically a 50, 50 play and we lost that one. Right. Yeah. Like th- th- those are going to happen, but all in all, you're right. Like the defense has been pretty great. And it, I think the D line's kind of banged up right now. Uh, as far as like, you know, snap counts, guys getting in and out. Like I, I feel like they're not at full strength in there and they're still making out like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. But offensively, though, TJ. Offensively, I, I agree. And a lot of people, I, I've seen even a couple on the Thornton's text line this morning, people just a little nervous about what's up with Devin Leary. Is something up with Devin Leary? Is this just Devin Leary? Is this what you're going to be getting out of him? People are concerned about it. I, I will. like, I, I, I can't say or not say on the Thornton's text line. We haven't gotten to it. We're going to get to it here as the show goes on today. But... I hope everybody's doing it in like a a proper context of like, hey, UK football is really fun right now, and they're really good. Yeah. I hope we at some point see you know three hundred yard, three hundred fifty yard Leary aired out and just dominate a defense. Right, right, right. If that's the content or the context of our conversation, I think that's appropriate. I think it's fair. I think it's fair to analyze you know what's wrong on some of his throws, how he's missing a bit here and there. But overall, like. Did you want the ball more in Leary's hands on Saturday, no, 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 or did no. you want it more in Ray Davis's hands on Saturday? And Davis even said after the game, like that, this wasn't the plan. But then he had two ten-yard runs on his first two touches. And you got a first down, first yeah. down. It's like, oh, and well, it's Ray's nice to see a coaching it. staff that will accommodate that. Like, yeah, you know, we planned on doing this, but do we just keep giving him the ball until they right. stop us? Why not? And mm-hmm. they never did. So, in a perfect world, does Ray Davis have this monster game, and then Devin Leary's basically perfect throwing the ball too? Sure, but you know. That's yeah. not that's not what happened. Instead, you just got a, a what nineteen point win over Florida or whatever. The- right, right. And I, I, oh no, I put that tweet out too. Like as game was ending, because that's usually when the takes start getting hot. You mm-hmm. get you get talking to your friends about how great it was in the parking lot or after the, and then you get to like the bad. Because um, here here's the thing: um, no SEC quarterback has more drop passes than Kentucky does for Devin Leary. Um, the drop rate's really high. And some of them, like PFF has um, Dane and Barry on responsible for 10 drops. Uh, Clark Brooks, an SEC stat cat, he has them responsible for 15 of UK's 19. Like the two guys that you would expect to get the most targets just aren't they're dropping balls. Um, and TJ, for me, some of it is like... I. The part that is... Um, confusing and confounding is that this was not evident in any of the practices leading into this, right? Like the passing game looked good in the preseason. And now that the season's here. Yeah. Nobody like behind the scenes, what I'm hearing yeah, people no. close to the program, not, you didn't hear it, a, it, a buzz about that in it, the slightest. It, not even a word. I mean, in fact, when you watch it too, you were just like, Oh my God, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, what, Secondly, there's two plays. I still I, haven't even finished my Kyle Tucker article about how great everybody looked in the in the. Pre, yeah, you know, yeah, it was thirty six thousand words. Still but. going, still going. Two, you gotta get two, two plays. Uh, one of them was to Tavion Robinson, where the it, it, he was throwing it across the middle of the field, and Tavion didn't catch it, and it, if he did, it, he would have gotten blown up by the safety. I don't know if you remember that one, TJ, but it was right around the 50-ish. He was open. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's one of those where it's like, dude, Tavion, stop. Stop. Stop running. He's like, That's what Devin was trying to get him to do. He threw it behind him because Tavion kept running, 
and he was going to run himself right into safety. Like, dude, gear down, stop. Same thing on Barry on Browns. Like, I don't. They probably didn't count it as a drop. PFF, I probably would, but he was running this little, almost like a corner route, and Devin was trying to get him to settle in underneath the safety and corner, and he threw it behind him, and it would have been a first down. And he kind of it, it basically instead of Barion didn't gear down, so it was hard for him. It was a challenging catch, but if he gears down and turns around, boom, catch twelve yards, run up field, big game. Like there's some very like the the feel from these receivers just isn't really like I think that's that's something that they've got to figure out. Like there's there's just a lot of things there that aren't. And it's, it's, I, I don't think it's all on Devin Leary. I don't think it's all on, like, it's just a bad. You know, but the thing, I, I, I don't know how you could see a game where there's only nine completions and the drops in prior games and stuff like that and think that the offense is a fine-tuned passing attack machine. It's, it's not there. I, I agree with you that maybe there, well, I don't know, maybe there's a disconnect. Things don't look amazing in the passing game right now. I do want to shout out the wide receivers for their blocking. They were oh, awesome. Yeah, so yeah. many of Ray Davis's mm-hmm. long runs don't happen if a wide receiver doesn't take out the safety. Yeah, um, yeah. they did. Uh, they did a really kind of felt like old Eddie Grant was probably smiling down at us uh, on on Saturday from the press box. <laughs> Actually, I don't. He might Is be he on, on the, the sideline. I think he's on the field. I think he'd be a good field guy just to be like. Talk, coach them up, talk yeah, them up, yeah. get their spirits high. Yeah, you know, the old pat on the back. Uh-huh. Here there. You're doing yeah. great. You're doing great. Keep uh, blocking those DBs. Which can defense how, how wild is it though that Eddie Grant is still within the football program? Like the good old fashioned demotion? I mean, he he's been here for like eight eight years now. I mean I, that's I love it. You, you remember I didn't want to get rid of him. I was like, hey, I get it. The offense isn't great, but like kind of a fun group. I mean testament to Stoops for like people want to be around here. People want to be around here. That could have been you, be Shannon. Here. That could have been you, Shannon Dawson. He's doing all right. Could have been you, Eric Wolf. We'll kind, see you soon kind, enough. Kind of Is he still the coach there? At Alabama? Alabama? Yeah. Has he been fired yeah. yet? Not, not yet. Okay. Uh, might be happening. Actually, their their offensive line seemingly got in it together. Um, but uh, recruits, I mentioned recruits wanting to be there. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's kid was there. Um, he's. Uh, I, I'm not sure how great he is, but he's the Indianapolis area. A, a kid's really good, 25. UK made the cut for him. Uh, Cam Dooley, he committed to Missouri over the summer. It was Missouri, Vandy, or Kentucky. And I thought Kentucky wasn't going to take him, but he showed up. Uh, a lot of big names there. Trevin Wallace's little brother was there, and Tavion is, he's big time. He's top 50, might even be top 30 recruit. And uh, John Hill asked him about him. He's like, so is your brother better than me? He's like, oh, yeah, he's much better. <laughs> he's like, and I, not even trying to, like, no, he's really good, and it's like, yeah, Tavion Wallace is really, really good. It would be would be really cool if they could get him to stick around uh, and come to Kentucky. And, hey, we got a commitment date for Brian Robinson. Hey, here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Wednesday, October 4th. Oh, daughter's birthday. Wow. Good, good day. Good day to make some important decisions. Yeah, uh, like that... have a child or come mm-hmm. to Kentucky. Yep. Well, maybe Lucy can come to Kentucky on Wednesday, too. Double commitment. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be sweet. The dice hot. We had the, the family birthday party yesterday. 
Goodness gracious, we we got way too much food. Does anybody need a large Papa John's pizza by chance? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't turn that down. It, well, swing come by my house, Scoots. All right, uh, we've we've got a ton. Uh, I've got I got Kern's chili for everybody. Yeah, expensive chili for a party. <laughs> I love Kern's chili, but they were, we were like, how much do you think we need feed you know X amount of people? And they told us the amount, and I was like, how bad do we want this? We got it. We got it. <laughs> Thing is, too, is chili's kind of inexpensive to make at home. That was, you kind know, of, like yeah, it's like yeah. you get your ground beef, your your chili, your bloomers, chili packets. All out for Lucy, though. Uh, all only the best, only the best chili Here's, in the city for her big birthday party. So, are you all doing a friends party too, or just family? No, that was that yesterday was like the party party. Gotcha. I, I think on Wednesday we'll do something just us, and right. I think maybe a grandparent or two will swing by. Or a cousin, or an uncle, or something like that. But no, that 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 was pretty much it. Um, but a lot of her, fr- like all her friends in her world, were there. So, yeah, yeah, as far as she knows, because that's um, uh, we have a group of like uh, moms and dads. There's there's about ten of us that all had kids around the same time. So our kids are all friends. Mm-hmm. And yesterday it was like the big party where all the friends get together and there's a bounce house and everything, and those are great. But then there's also like, well, if you even do just family, it's still a big to do. It's like how, like uh, what, how much, how many big to dos do we want to do? Uh, so, but because Fra- Frank's got a birthday party, like he's he's turning one here uh, in a couple weeks. So it's like, I guess, I guess we get everybody over, but like also the weather's not great mm-hmm. and it's a little challenging because yep. you need to be out. Yeah, you know. No, I, I hear you for sure. But it was it was a great Saturday weather yesterday, or Sunday, great Saturday and Sunday, great weekend, um, even with, with Green Bay losing and then the Ryder Cup team getting smacked, which we'll talk about an hour or two to start. But the Do the, we have to? Yeah, we need to. I, I, <laughs> I've got things to say in my stupid little voice. Uh, but we're, we're going to need to talk we about that. We don't have to talk about Indiana football being terrible. Hey, by the way, they fired their offensive coordinator, so that's cool. Oh, wow. wow, the Herald phone call guy really got to Tom Allen. Big, uh, that's big time. Maybe maybe we can get a little bit of a competent offense moving forward. I, gosh, I hate saying this because there's no other way around it besides it just being mean. Tom Allen's poop-eating grin sometimes riles me <laughs> up. He's never not smiling, and it looks almost just like insincere, but I'm pretty sure it is sincere. Well, I think, I, everybody says he's just like one of the best guys in sports, but like he always, even when that caller was basically being like, you need to be fired. He just like, yeah, okay, keep telling me. I'm smiling. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Well, and I love his voice. It sounds a lot like yours today. So, well, big Tom Allen. I think he does some screaming and yelling too. He does, yeah, absolutely. Did did I, you, did they lose this weekend? Yeah, 44 to 17 got smoked. By whom? Uh, Maryland. Oh. At Maryland. Yeah, you can't lose that badly to Maryland. Although I think Maryland was pretty big favorites. They were. Yeah. 14 um, and a half. Yeah, and the Bear went back to the Indiana well, uh, which. There was some... Uh, the Bear took IU at Maryland? Yeah, and he uh, Based he, on. he had said he had given up on Indiana, too, which was very funny. Uh, but he went back to them. Uh, the I don't want to be that guy. Don't like doing scoreboard math, but like there was some Louisville hack that was like, oh, Florida's not good. Kentucky couldn't hold it. Dude, they're not. They can't. Yeah, man, man. Like, dude, did you see what happened uh, to Georgia Tech and Indiana this weekend? Louisville, they're... Getting by the skin of their teeth. They wins are wins for the cards, but yeah, yeah, that, I, and they're ranked. They're they're, they're in the ranked. top twenty five. Could be number one. Could be number twenty five. 
Probably twenty fifth. They are twenty fifth. Twenty uh, fifth in hey, the rankings. Both teams five oh, and zero. Big, big week for football in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Louisville hosting Notre Dame on Saturday, in which will be just like yeah. an unreal atmosphere. I mean, that's going to be one of those like drunk, drunk U of L crowds, like <laughs> drunk, drunk U of L crowds. And then Kentucky heading down to Athens, which we got all uh, week to talk about. I'm so happy that we do because I don't know, like Kentucky can make that game close. Woo! Hour two, Kentucky roll call coming up next here on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, Justin okay. Kalen, Nick Roush. I'm TJ. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen on your Monday morning. Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Roush got a lot of compliments on my shady rays at the Krogue on Saturday. They're so sharp, and the best part is, too, I mean, you really needed them. It's very sunshiny out there. Polarized lenses, they'll save you, shady rays. They I, will. I was disappointed in you, TJ, that you didn't have, like, a blue color rush pair of them. Yeah, you know, just or black. You just missed. I, it just felt like a missed opportunity. I, I don't need to make things that you know. Nothing. Just uh, I like the blue. I've seen the blue. I would wear the blue. Just decided to go black. I got you. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you can you can get your shady rays and you can save money doing it. You can get blue, black, brown. They've got men's, women's, kids prescription. You're going to be people that hit the slopes here. It's going to be winter before you know it. They got the best snow and ski goggles over at shadyrays.com, and you can save. Plenty of money with the promo code BIGX for 40% off. I do want to get to the Thornton's text line here in a bit, but I've got to talk Ryder Cup. What a drama-filled weekend in Rome. How much, if any, did you boys watch of the event? I don't think I watched one second after I left the studio Friday morning. <laughs> well, I watched um, a good chunk yesterday morning. I was I was flipping back and forth between that and the football game while I was at work. So I, I didn't really understand what was going on. I, I kept seeing the scoreboard, and it was not close. So I was loosely paying attention. Yeah, it uh, it United States made it semi interesting at points on Sunday. I, I think the best I saw their odds were like my or plus twelve hundred or something. So they were still pretty sizable dogs throughout the entire process. But they lose sixteen and a half to eleven and a half. So the United States would have needed two and a half points to to win it. So you would have I mean, really when you put it that way again, not not too terribly far off. Um, but you lose the early session to start things 4-0, and that really set the tone for for the entire weekend. Uh, United States still hasn't won in Europe since the early 90s, way too long. Yet Rory McIlroy guarantee a European win in America in two years, and wouldn't you know it, Rory centered around some controversy. Did you all? Did you at least see those videos? I, right? I, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, I saw those. Too. And the uh, like, Patrick Cantlay, what a dork. Like, I'm glad he got bullied. I mean, that guy's a loser. 
I oh, think, I, mean, I need money. I'm going to take my hat off because I'm not. I'm protesting. That, that's I'm going to take th- my hat off. Let me stop you there, Roush, because I, I heard a lot of the whole Patrick Cantlay not wearing the hat, and that really kind of got under my skin because anybody who watches golf somewhat regularly, Patrick Cantlay doesn't wear a hat a lot of the times that he plays. Well, but he actually, like, that was the, he was doing that out of protest scoots because he wanted to get paid. He said that's not true, by the way. I don't think it's true. He said that the hat did not fit. Oh. That's what he said. Is his head that large? That's, he just said that the hat didn't fit, that he had heard a bunch of that stuff. It was totally bogus. Um, he wasn't doing it out of protest. Hmm. Some, some suggested it could have been a misinformation campaign from the European team to try to, because there was rumors that like different Americans were in different parts of the locker room, not talking to one another. I love the. There's also the rumors that there's an illness going around as well. Basically, like the only thing we were missing many, was a players only meeting from the. They, from they were looking for excuses, just like, um, just like uh, our friends at Florida. Did you see where they were like, well, I think the early start times why we couldn't tackle Ray Davis. I did not see that. It was very funny. Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, I think we came out a little sluggish. That, that is uh, seven SEC teams ranked, by the way, which. Kentucky, the fourth highest Just ranked of, more. of Just the bunch. More. Um, no, I, so what was true with Patrick Cantlay or not? Um, there was drama there. Then the Rory and the Caddy situation, standing in a line, not standing in a line, taking the hat off, doing all that stuff. Uh, that was drama-filled as well. Do you all think they should get paid, the Ryder Cup team? I couldn't believe when I heard that they don't. I thought they did. What is it? They get like seventy five thousand or like one hundred twenty five thousand that they they get to pick a charity to send it to, and then everything you know, like all the travel and stay is all paid for, and it's not like they're paying for that stuff out of pocket or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, you know, I don't I don't have like an article pulled up in front of me, Scoots, that confirms it. But that's what everybody's saying is that they don't actually get paid. They probably should get paid, and I, I, I'm Mister. Captain America, as much as anybody, like you're getting to represent your country in the freaking Ryder Cup, the best golf event that exists in the entire world. And, you know, this is back when can't before Cantlace just said the hat didn't fit. So let's assume that like he actually is bummed about not getting paid or something like that. Um, probably not the time to like do a protest. Again, he said he, he wasn't doing that. So make of that what you will. But you know how much money goes into the Ryder Cup? You know how big of a money-making machine this bad boy is? Yeah, what do they do with all the money they make? They probably should give some back to the players. Let me ask you this. I mean, not to, like, be, you know, that guy, but, like, they probably should get, like, $200,000, $250,000. I'm kind of ignorant on this situation as well. Do Olympians get paid? I feel like that's been discussed. So, like, yes, they, yes, they, they, they used to okay. not because they were, you know, were supposed to be amateur. The event was supposed to be amateur. But they, they do get something. I don't know what. I don't know if it's it differs like, between teams. It differs and, between country, and it's it, it based on like so. Like in the IOC, it's like um, you know, like twenty thousand dollars a medal or something like that. But most of your money comes from scholarships, all that stuff. Gotcha. Well, if the Olympians get paid to represent their country, then yes, I think the Ryder Cup should get paid as well to represent their country. Yeah, it probably should. I mean, it, all these people making money, and then the people that are actually doing it aren't. That that would be bizarre. And yeah, they they get a ton of money. They're all rich. They're not hurting for cash. But I'm not really sure how it would be fair if they don't get a piece of the pie that they are the ones cooking and bringing the ingredients for. So uh, that was one thing. I I just boy, Ricky, thanks for coming out. <laughs> nice seeing you. Zero points for Ricky Fowler. 
Mm. Woof. Colin Morikawa, you stunk. You're horrible. And then I think it was Ricky who conceded the Ryder Cup. Whether oh, no. knowingly or unknowingly. You don't want to be that guy. And it was a four and a half foot putt. Like the guy was gonna make it, but you don't with the Ryder Cup on the line, you don't concede at that point. I did see, you know, TJ, I I thought maybe you can bring some clarity to this situation because I saw I was checking some scores on the bottom line ticker on ESPN or whatever I was watching on Friday or Saturday night, and I saw that I think it was Scheffler and Kepka lost a match nine and seven. Is that accurate? Yeah, that was another thing. So they were <laughs> they down they were down nine strokes through eleven holes. How the hell is well, that possible? Not nine strokes. Nine, doesn't nine, doesn't nine, nine and seven mean that they're down nine with seven left? Yes, but you said strokes, you said and strokes. it's like oh, holes. Yeah, sorry, yeah. it's holes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, how does that happen? Also, Scoots, you were under the impression that the captains were playing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really know. <laughs> I mean, <I'm, laughs> like a, like a goalie, the goalies have to kick PK situation I, at the end. I've told you all, like I, I've never really watched the Ryder Cup or Presidents Cup, so yeah, I was always just under the assumption the captains played. Yeah be funny just the last match that, that's what it should be like after the if it's tied after everything <laughs> captain you just bring out off. the you bring out the captains and <laughs> let's see who can win it there uh no that's a whole other thing too is that like there were some beatdowns. nine and seven is embarrassing so i mean even five and three is just like that you know that's that's a tough way to go yeah you felt like that the whole way and i was talking to somebody that knows a heck of a lot more about golf than me on saturday at the tailgate he said that most of these Europeans got to the course 10 to 10 days to two weeks in advance and like play, just lived on the course, played it nonstop. He said that there were nearly half Americans that had only played one practice around here ever. Oh, wow. And some of them weren't even a full 18 holes of practice. They just took it significantly more serious than we did. I think we thought we could show up and just be the cool kids. Again, I thought at the top, Europe was just as good. But I think at the bottom, that's where I thought United States would have an advantage. No, it just meant so much more. Everybody on Europe at least got a push, at least got half a point. On America, you had Ricky Fowler, the only person not getting a point. But besides that, you had one, two, three, four, five people only get a point, which either means two pushes or maybe one win. But for several of them, Scotty Scheffler, he didn't have a win. Jordan Spieth, he didn't have a win. Oh. And that wasn't Justin Thomas's fault, folks. You know, at the end of the day, I, I think if Justin was being honest with himself, he'd probably say, like, yeah, I didn't get anything from Jordan Spieth, but I still could have hit some more putts. I still could have done a little bit more. And Justin Thomas took care of his one-on-one -on -one matchup on Sunday. So everything made about should Justin Thomas make the team, not make the team, he was truly one of the United States' better players. Maybe second behind Max Homa, who was, who was good. He was really good. Nice to have him. Yeah, but Xander Shoffley, he stunk. He was missing putts left and right. It was just, that, that was really disappointing. For something that only happens once every two years, and it's such a big deal, it really is the top event in golf. To come out that flat, to not show life, and it wasn't really till the incidents on Saturday that kind of, I think, lit a fire in the United States' ass. And at that point, it was too late. It was already too late. So that was really disappointing. Uh, you, you, I think you got to get Zach Johnson as far away as possible from this United States team. 
he did the brumbly tumblies bit. He said, talked about how proud of uh, how he was after they got down 4-0. What, what were you proud of? Us three could have represented the United States and had the same score after the first session on, on Friday morning. So get Zach Johnson far away, and then and when they go to Beth Page Black in two years, I know they've got a point list that you've got to kind of honor that to a certain degree. Captain's pick just needs to be dudes who want to be there, who's going to take the time to go practice and be ready to not embarrass ourselves like we did. And uh, Rory's right. He did say, he was like, I think winning a road rider cup is one of the toughest thing in sports. And he said, and that's what we're going to do at Beth, at Beth Page Black. Whoa. But I do think he's like, you know, I think he's right. It's really, really hard to win on the road. But you needed to show a little bit better life than we saw this past weekend. Roush, I'm proud to say I got up early every morning, watched a ton of this Ryder Cup. Man, a lot of time wasted, bud. And I was paying, I paid for it. I was yeah. super, super tired last night. Uh, <laughs> very, very, very tired. But also, like, Saturday morning, I was so jacked up for the Cats game anyways that it was like, oh, it's 5 a.m. Am I going to fall back asleep? No chance. May as well flip on over the Ryder Cup anyways. I was, it was disappointing when you look forward to it as much as I do just to have your face rubbed in it. Let's head on over to the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450. Don't know where we left off. Uh, Scoots, any help? We're all the way at the top. Right under the blue line. Under where? <laughs> Roush, how much cheese is FanDuel paying you to advertise their brand? That's a good question. Tell us uh, exactly the dollar amount. $100,000 a day. Whoa. Yeah, so there's a lot of fans. If you made $100,000 a day, would you give me any money? Would you just be like, here, TJ, what am oh, I going to do with I this $100,000? I, I would just like leave some money out on the table. It would be sweet. Oh, that, that little <laughs> thing, just keep it. You'd still sneak into UofL games, though? Oh, yeah, come on. I I, I never want to get to a place in life where I'm too good to sneak into a Louisville football game. I like that. And you're just like super rich, and it's, it's a novelty at that point. Calipari commercial, take another drink. Yeah, the Calipari commercial. Uh, gosh, the Rutherford show people where they were crying about. Why do we hear this commercial oh, every day? It is kind of funny that we have like, what's the latest on Kentucky roll call, and it's an interview that's over a year old now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, you know what? Like, when you get the big fish, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take a picture of it. You're gonna get it. Uh, taxid- taxidermy fish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that the word for it? Yeah. You, uh, Makes sense. Yeah. I just right. thought maybe just fish you didn't have to preserve. Like, you could just hang. It'd be good for... Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> uh, I never thought I would be ghosted by TJ Walker on Twitter while trying to buy KRCTs. Yeah. I've never felt so low. I, Chase, if that's you, man, you, you've got, like, five direct messages in a row without a break. Chill. I don't check my direct messages every day. I'm not on my phone all the time especially when and, it's not working and when I especially when it's not working and when I am direct messages are like the last thing I get to that's almost like when there's nothing left to scroll go check the direct messages that being said we've got plenty of shirts we'll get shirts I left a ton accidentally at the tailgate not accidentally but it was just like they were we didn't go back to the yeah, spot we right, locked right. them up they were there I'll see them at the Missouri game uh, there, will, there will be several there this is a, a real mom pop shop operation Chase we don't have like people that are going to be sending these shirts out. It's just going to be me driving them to people and places. So just be patient with me, Chase. You weren't getting ghosted. I don't ghost folks. What in the Eddie Grand got into this offense? Ray Davis and the Big Blue Wall cooking the Gators. And see, and I didn't I didn't know that this team had that in it. 
I think that same. That's why I was so surprised. I was like, I we I thought we had a good feel on this game. And if you would have told me on Friday, hey TJ, the score is going to be 33-14 UK, I'd be like, I could see a path for that, you know? Like I I think I picked UK to win by 5 or something like that. So I didn't pick a 19-point win. But I, if you would have said, hey, TJ, UK is going to win by three scores against Florida, and it's going to be because all of the offensive line and Ray Davis. I'd be like, well, no, it's not 2018, so that's not that's not it. It was shocking. Yeah. It was shocking the way they went about it, which it does, you know, on the same side of the coin, or I guess the other side of the coin, of, ooh, I'm worried about the passing attack. Is this going to be a thing we're going to be able to do, Roush? Because Florida's <laughs> got NFL dudes up front. Like, yeah. that is not a bad defensive line. I thought that they were going to have the advantage over Kentucky. Egg on my face. UK's offensive line and rushing attack just dominated that front seven that did so well against Tennessee. I know you said you didn't want to do scoreboard counting and watching in regards to UofL, but like, how did Florida dominate Tennessee the way that Kentucky dominated Florida? Oh, Tennessee couldn't run the ball at all against them. It was, and yet Kentucky just couldn't help but run the ball on them. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy, right? Uh, and you can look at the rest of the UK schedule and say like. What are the guaranteed losses? Yeah, the winning in Athens is going to be incredibly difficult. Correct, correct. The uh, the one team you know that it's going to be tough to do what they did to Florida. It's it's coming up, right? But for the most part, and you know, I'm not going to say that Florida's got one of the best front sevens in the country, but like they're they're above average, right? You know, if they if Kentucky can do this to Florida, then they can run the football. And like the explosive plays and the running attack are no fluke. That is. A certainty. And you know what? It just turns out like, hey, um, Eli back at center, like, think that one move worked. Also, I know there were some people who had a lot of anxiety about Horsey not playing on Saturday. They were all right without him. And um, did you did you see Horsey's uh, tweet yesterday? That was, uh, was a little... Uh, oh, no. I was going to ask you if, like, Dane Key has done anything. Like... No, no, this is a good tweet. Though. Oh, it's a good one. Okay, Yeah, good. yeah. It's anime, so we I, we had to run it through an anime interpreter. Who's your anime interpreter? Uh, somebody on the board. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, they were like, no, that means that he's healed. He just got out of the healing chamber, and now he's ready. So, oh, we got Horsey out of the healing chamber, folks. George's toast. Which, TJ, I'm going to talk myself into this. I'm not going to talk myself into it, but I do, like, it should. Mark Stoops is normally pretty competitive. I mean, if you don't have Joey Gatewood at quarterback back in the pandemic year, you, you maybe can get them. Five like, straight covers. If Flynn Bowden catches that ball. Oh, yeah, C-Rod, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah, Chris Rodriguez. Went, went through yeah, it sorry, to him, yeah. My bad. Yeah, got, but, that, uh, got that on the wrong end of it. But um, you see Derrick Henry's touchdown pass yesterday? No, Big Bengals, I mean, Wolf. What? Gosh. That was, that was rough. Uh, one of my friends was like, "Yeah, I got the Bengals defense on fantasy. Thought fading the Titans offense was a good idea. It 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 usually is, but the Bengals that ah yeah, I'm not gonna talk. Well, you know, never say never. I suppose I don't think I'm gonna talk myself into a win, but I don't think there's anything that totally scares me about Georgia. About besides the fact that it's in Athens, need them to need them to keep doing the slow start thing." But even, you know, besides like you that the game, fast start thing. by the way, like if we if we want to just get silly for a second, and I don't know how silly it is or it isn't silly, you could lose to Georgia and still make the college football playoff easy peasy, lemon squeezy. 
Can we first just like get drunk on the thought of like beating Georgia right now? You can do whatever you want. We're still high on the post Florida like, win. But you're right. If you beat Alabama at home, if you and Tennessee went, if, at home, if you yeah. went out after the Georgia game, you're in the college football playoff, and you don't have to worry about the SEC championship game, which I know it's UK fans want, but like it may actually help you out there because a second loss maybe would be the thing that would knock you out there. Really, the but, thing you need is just the Pac-12 to cannibalize itself, which I think is going to happen in time. We all and, and yeah. again, yeah. we got a long way to go. Kentucky has only beaten one ranked team, but the home game against Missouri, if UK could do that against Florida, Missouri's good, but that's a winnable game. Tennessee. Uh, they should have lost to Vandy. I was, or at least not covered. I was mad about that. They definitely should not have lost to Vandy. But they should have not covered. That's, I was that, I was mad about that. They were in control most of that game, though. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Missouri, that's one at home. You should feel like you win homecoming weekend. Tennessee game at home, that one's got to be a bonkers atmosphere. Halloween weekend, that's a game you're going to need to win. At Starkville, Mississippi State, like, maybe something to be proud of in their game against Alabama, but it was still a beatdown. Alabama at home, that's going to be a big one. And then you finish at South Carolina and at Louisville, two teams that UK's better than. Doesn't mean they can't lose those games, but they're they're more talented. They're better teams than both those. You look at those, there are seven games left in the season. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You go six and one, you're in the college football playoffs. You go five and two, you're in a New Year's Six Bowl. A lot on the table for Kentucky football. We knew things were going to get tougher once the schedule turned, but once the schedule turned was the Florida game, and UK looked its best. So what's where's the ceiling here? Uh, the roof. The roof. Well, the ceiling is the roof. We all know that. Right, right. So. Everybody knows that. But I mean, this is when Georgia's at its most vulnerable. They have that offense. Mike Bobo, yikes, not looking great. And it's tough you, defense to go up against with UK, and both teams are going to try to control clock. It's going to be a low, probably low-scoring game. This is just going to be one of those give yourself a chance in the fourth quarter and maybe something crazy is going to happen. Well, and the way Kentucky started the games, the, the scripted drive was incredible. The mm-hmm. play that got Barry on wide open, incredible. If you can start hot on offense and defense, like you have been the last two games, and then if you... You know, Georgia keeps doing what Georgia does. You could have a lead at halftime. And if you go to... if what Oh, if, that place could get awkward if it starts, you know, if Kentucky tight. get like a double-digit lead in the third quarter or something, and you start Kentucky, forcing throws against this UK defense. Kentucky were to win in Cathens. I You might not see me. I might not just not come back. Just, you know, UK fans don't show up at that game like they show up at other places. What do we make of that? What do you mean? They did. They really did last time very well. I think it's just hard to like. It, it's not a cheap ticket there. It's not a cheap ticket. I think that's hotels are part. tough. I mean, you, you a lot of people stay in Atlanta. Or, I'll be, I'll be yeah. in Commerce this week. Nice thirty-minute uh, Uber ride um, from Clayton Street. So, but no, the the last the when so game day was there in twenty-one, and there was a ton of UK fans. I think part of it too, TJ, is just like that's a huge stadium, and even if. 10,000 people are there. It doesn't look like much. Um, but you know what? I know Atlanta has a lot of uh, has a lot of UK fans. Come on. You want to be there, and you want to be the obnoxious one at the bar afterwards. I know they're not open very, like, you know, you only get, like, two hours to do it. But, man, those guys would be a bunch of sore losers. And Georgia, Georgia has – do you know when the last time they lost was? 21? SEC Championship in 21. Long time. Yeah. They've, they're pretty good. 
Been winning a lot of football games. Would be a real, real yeah. hoot if the Cats went and knocked him off down there in, in Cathins. Can you imagine the Missouri game if UK beats Georgia just like that scene? It'd be incredible. Total right. letdown spot, too. We need, we, need, <laughs> we need to take a break. More text when we return here on the Thornton's Text Line. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Ed Sports Radio. Okay. This was playing after Kentucky beat number one. Who said they can't do it again? That's true. Not me. (laughs) That'd be a good time. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, Wild Sports Weekend. I'm sure there's plenty of things we've forgotten, but luckily we've got shows all week, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday, replay of the show 9 to 11, and you can catch Kentucky Roll Call. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Um. Fun show, fun weekend, fun Thornton's text line. We're going to keep after it, 502-414-1450. Texter says, great win for the Cats. I have faith that Leary will get it going when he does. This team will be dangerous. Only bad thing was anytime Barry on Brown touchdown away from from winning $124 and a Leary second touchdown from winning another 90. They were bonus bets, though, so no damage done. Go Cats. That's one thing with Leary Roush is I think when I'll get nervous about the passing game, we'll be like when UK needs to get going in the air. Hey, Kentucky's down 10. Offense, wake up. Like, you got to go get some points. You got to go make some completions. You got to go make some plays, Leary. And then if you can't answer the call, then I think I'll say we need to have, like, you know, a conversation about what the offense looks like, where it goes, that sort of stuff. I just don't think we do that now because even though it was a very pedestrian game from Devin Leary on Saturday, he did what they needed him to do. He, he, the offense was good. Probably one of the best offensive games we've seen from Kentucky this season. So I'm not going to penalize Leary because the running game was just grooving. I'm not, I'm not going to, yeah, in a perfect world, again, everything clicks and everybody's perfect and there's just not one thing to kind of be nitpicky about. But I'll panic about Leary when it's, hey, you need to go win us a game, and he just can't go do it. He helped UK win the game by not doing anything stupid, by handing the ball off. It's not really what we were anticipating, but he did a fine job of it. I'm just not going to cry over spilled milk until the milk is spilled. Yep. But it's fine. You know, for a radio show, you got to have these conversations. Let's say Kentucky needs to go get a touchdown. There's three minutes left in the game. Do you have confidence Leary can do it? I do, weirdly. Uh, maybe I, maybe it's just blind homerism. It could be. But I, at least I'm not sure that he can't do it. I mean, like, I, I don't feel pessimistic so, about it. I'll tell you that much. Well, like, when Will Levis struggled the first five, six games in 2021, there was some apprehension there because we just hadn't seen it. He hadn't started before. I know Devin Leary's good. He's beaten top 25 teams. Like, he's, he's done this. It's like, I know it's in him. 
And I don't think it's his injury or anything that's holding him back. I think a lot of it's system-based. Maybe this is part of where, like, you know, when they're a good college quarterback and it doesn't work out in the NFL because just, like, systems are different and Mm -hmm. it's it's different skills. Maybe there's a little bit to that, but I think some of it's on the the pass catchers. uh, and You know, some of it's on the play calling, too, on getting him into that rhythm. Um, But nevertheless, like, yeah, I I do think they're going to get it going at some point. Texture says, our receivers act like they got Crisco on their gloves. Um, I don't want to overreact because Davis was so dominant, but Key made two drops, one on a crucial third down and finished with zero receptions. Worried. The the Dane playing poorly is, like, like I, I thought, like, if he was going to be bad, it would be, it would not be because he couldn't hold on to the football. But it's clear that he's going through something right now. and He just got to figure it out. I don't know how or when, but got to figure it out. Yeah, and again, I'm somewhat confident that that will happen, can happen, should happen. Uh, but uh, there's maybe not any specific reason as to think that from what we've seen this season. Yeah, he's had a rough year. Um, but Cats are doing just fine. Uh, what's the closest game Kentucky's had this year? Eastern Kentucky, folks, just like we all predicted. The 11-point win over Eastern Kentucky has been the closest game. Besides that, Cats have kind of been rocking and rolling. You just hope when push comes to shove, some of these guys that we've expected to be big playmakers will will do what we know they can do, Dankey included. Dankey probably more than anybody else. Hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here. What a forking fork. That's what they said. That's what he put. Yep. That was by far what, to death. Uh, it was a good win. That was by far the most fun I've had at a sporting event, and that's not an exaggeration. Ray Davis went absolutely insane, and so my firstborn shall be named Ray Davis Howard, regardless of the gender. That could be a pretty name for a girl. I love you guys. I love this football team. Come on, Scoots. Or come on, in a Scoots voice. Come on. There you go. There we go. See, Brad, remember when you were whining about the, it wasn't 7 o'clock? We told you you were going to have a time of your life. You did. And I, I also got that sense from Kentucky fans, too. Once they were there. And we're talking about when the game was being kicked off. They're fired up. That's how, that thing was just so like the people worrying about that. So overblown. If it's like what I would, I would be more worried about a noon game. Would be like a noon game for like a South Carolina. I know that one's on the road, but so like you know when it's a big opponent, a big opponent, and they're nationally ranked. Who cares about the time if you're UK right. football? People will show up regardless. Um, I, I worry more about. From a tennis team, the the time matters less than the weather. The weather's good. People come out. Totally true. Like, Great point. If you look at like the no, September versus November when it's warm, people mm-hmm. show up in September. When it gets cold and rainy, eh. not not as ideal. Sure, that's a good point. Uh, texter on the Thornton text line says, "Okay, I now believe in UFOs. They had abducted, uh, abducted the big blue wall for study and finally brought them back for the Gator game. Love it." Great, great game from the offensive line. Lot to lot to build off there. Lot to be proud of there. Yeah. And as Roush mentioned, Kenneth Horsey hopefully going to be back. We'll hear more on that today. You think? Uh, no, no, we're not going to hear about it till we'll get an update till he's in his jersey. Um, yeah, our guy, our guy Peak isn't like used to handling Stoops, just not telling anything about injuries. Is he getting worked up about it? Oh yeah, very much so. Like people do with Calipari. Yeah, Peak, just, I love you, but just like it's. Who cares? Yeah. I you mean, know? You just got to deal with it. Your life's not going to change whether or not Kenneth Torsi is going to play on Saturday. He said he was going to be out a couple weeks. I was like, well, a couple. You <laughs> defined it. Like, he left to lose in. Like, 
It's how, it's how it goes. Coaches, some some coaches they'll tell you they're an open book. Others, they're steel cage. I just, Kirby's the same way. I, I always laughed at this during like when people would lose their minds over the Calipari stuff. Like I just imagine like somebody like sitting in their office chair scrolling Twitter, being like, "All right, good, we're finally gonna get that injury." No, he did it again. Like, goes runs, <laughs> gets his wife. Uh, that SOB, he won't tell me when that injured player, 18, 19-year-old, is going to be back or not back. By the way, since when is a couple more than two? Some people mistake a few and a couple, and they interchange. It, it drives me nuts. I'll, I'll be in like a drive-thru, and I'll be like, can I get a couple, blah, blah, and they'll be like, you want two? Like, yeah, that's a couple. Yeah, well, but just, my, my problem is when I say uh, I'd like some, or, you know, you... When you, you, yeah, can I get a, a, a few things, whatever it might be. I'm expecting a handful every time, Scoots. Yeah. I no. want a hand, especially Taco Bell. Yeah. If like, you, if you and, don't give me a handful of sauce packets, what the hell? A few and a couple are way different, but I'll, I'll never understand why a couple is no longer two. Couple is two, just words matter, and not everybody always realizes that. True. Um, by the way, uh, ba- baby walker number two, going to be a girl. Woo! Really? Yes. Awesome. Congrats. So, Girl City up in my house coming to you April. We need a we need it's a name. already just estrogen everywhere. You still got Abe. Well, don't remind me. <laughs> uh, we need a girl name. So if anybody's got any good ones out there, Carolina, Carolina out out uh, out. What about uh, Bloom? Blue 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 Blooming. I don't know. I was trying to think of all like Charlotte. There you go. Uh, Char- Charlotte was runner up for Lucy. Um, don't, don't do Charlotte. So we're we're thinking of Charlotte. Yeah, don't do Charlotte. We so may. It's very popular, right? Now. We may. It is very popular, but it's a good name. It's uh, kind of one that's like been there for over the course of history. Well, and they really do. Come and go. They do Char- Charlie for short. I, it's one of the rare times I don't like the abri- I like Charlotte more than Charlie. What about an homage to where you live, TJ? You could name her Lyndon. I wouldn't name my daughter Lyndon. Ooh, what about Linda? <laughs> Let's make get Linda make a comeback. Listen, I don't Linda. understand like the eggshells I walk around whenever I have a name idea with my wife because oh, I yeah. I like <laughs> like older classic names and she's not normally like the fact that we just somehow stumbled and agreed upon Lucy was like a Christmas That's miracle. Great, yeah. it was like Lucy and she was like, yeah, I really like that and I was like, I think I do too. Well, let's sleep on it and the next day we we're like. So that's what we're gonna name her. I like, like yeah, uh, that's what we're gonna name one her. that's really made a comeback that's very cute is uh, Mildred Millie. Millies are popping. Yeah, I don't like Mildred, but I do like Millie. Yeah, like that, that's usually what happens. She, I really, it's never in a million years gonna happen for me. And I understand that. And like again, this is not You're, my baby; it's our baby. I like the name Martha a lot, and I, I just get laughed out of the gym anytime I bring it up to the wife. I like that Margaret can be Maggie, but yeah, Martha. Martha is just a little. I like it. I like it a lot. It's not going to be it. I, I mean, I can guarantee you our baby will not be named Martha, but I do like that name. I just like older older, older you're, you're names. Just, you're just a man from a different era. Mm-hmm. Texter on the Thornton's text line says, oh. Did say something bad? No, I just lost my spot. Uh, podcast listener uh, here, yeah. Saturday Reinforced Ray Davis, my all-time favorite football player at UK. Wow, that. Didn't take long. Oh wow, that is. He had an amazing day, topped off by his post game interview. Go Big Blue. That's always a fun feeling when you get, you know, somebody is maybe being solidified as one of your favorite players. Did you see DeAndre Liggins liked one of my comments on Instagram? Pretty big day. Rich Brooks retweeted my buddy's picture that he wow, took. Yeah, nice. so everything's coming up, TJ, this weekend. 
I'm not a pessimist, and I'm over the moon how well the Cats fight on Saturday. Love the way you, I love the way you started that text. I know where it's going to go, but yeah. I just like that you started that way. Well, it's good good and, job. And that's what we mentioned off the top, because like, I think everybody's like happy, but mm-hmm. there's a... Uh, my only worry is that a couple of various passes should have been intercepted, and Florida just dropped them. Playing that up against Georgia, and they have a puncher's chance in Athens next week. They're due for a loss. We're on fire. Got to keep up the momentum. I'm not a big believer in Carson Beck just yet. Hope we can rattle him a bit and steal the souls out of their stadium. I mean, it was a scoreless tie a couple of years ago in that rainstorm mm-hmm. at halftime. I think the rain played a big role in that one. But, like, point being, you know, it's not like the scores are 49 to nothing when Kentucky and Georgia have been playing in the Mark Stoops era. Five straight covers. So, by the Cats. but can you take that next step? I will say, I like, I almost feel like it's going to be a little too trendy. Like, I think Georgia kind of going through the motions against Auburn and having to sweat that game out and then coming home for a night game oh, against ranked Kentucky, who does play you close, and they're hungry for a win. I think this is going to be like the Georgia reorganization game, like where they get their head screwed on tight, and it's going to be a big bounce-back spot. That's why it's going to be really, really important for UK to start well, which they did against Vandy, which they did against Florida, but this is going to be like the one that you really do, because I think if you can just make it a nervous energy in that stadium, it goes such a long way. But if you let Georgia get out 10 nothing, 14 nothing into the first quarter... I won't, you know, obviously I won't feel as good about it. Again, no doy comments there, but I, I I do worry that, like, this one may be a little too trendy. I forgot that geek was their quarterback. Oh, it's going to be a long week. Scoots, uh, I have a question for you. I'm yeah. looking at the, the Reds bobbleheads here. Uh-huh. Um, they did not make the playoffs, did they? No. no playoffs? They yeah, had, had a feeling that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, and that was settled on Saturday. Uh, really, Saturday's games, they didn't. So when do the playoffs start? Is that tomorrow? I want to say Wednesday, I think is what I saw. I or maybe maybe actually even this weekend. I don't know how they work anymore. They change them. It's like there's some teams that play one game and then it, I just I don't I don't know how it works. Too crazy. Too uh, Oh, they start tomorrow. You're right. Yeah. I had a feeling it was a quick turnaround. And th- those are just like if you win one game you advance. And then it becomes a series. Uh, no, these should be, I think, five game series. Well, wild card, maybe three. So I mean, I think there's like a play in game thing. No. So why don't you do that research? We come back tomorrow and we All right. we say ready break. I'll have some answers for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ray Davis has been absolutely incredible, but our O line isn't getting enough recognition. I feel like. Well, uh, it, will, it will this week. And, and here's you think the, Ray Davis going to be SEC Player of the Week? I, I think that's safe to say. Um. <laughs> Also, the the tackles, the tight ends, Brendan Bates just like took out two dudes on that seventy five yard touchdown run. That was awesome. Especially love the fact that uh, earlier in the week, Billy Napier was like, "Man, that guy's been there forever." He he reminded him he's still there. Yeah. He's still there. Oh, speaking of tight ends that have been there forever, Bowers week. Yeah, I, I just want to get the best of that dude one time. He has dominated Kentucky far too long. Him. Him and Nick Chubb were on campus for a combined 30 years, but I think they were only three-year players. But it just felt like it because they were so good. Just reminds time. me of, like, Devin Downey. Just like, this dude, we cannot stop him. Uh, just doesn't matter. Just can't stop him. Was he that good besides that one game? He always just would score 30 against us, it seemed like. I'm, I'm sure somebody could look that up and be like, no, he only had one good game. No, he always seemed to score. We never had, he was, we never had a guard that could stay in front of Devin Downey. It was very annoying. 
And I would for as great as UK's defenses have been in the Mark Soup's era, Bowers just always seems to be open and always seems to catch everything. Um oh yeah, Devin Downey, he had twenty plus every time they played. <laughs> yeah, I thought <laughs> well, I remember one, that. Except for one. As a fre- second game as a freshman, he had nine points. But here's his stat lines. 24, 23, 21, 30, 26. Yeah, it was just like we, like, Dude, we just, had good teams and yeah. we had good defenders, but just whatever reason, when it was Devin Downey, we were not stopping that dude. A texter on the Thornton sex line says, we absolutely demolished Florida both sides of the ball. It honestly wasn't even a close game. Props to Kentucky fans for making the blue-white theme actually work. Yeah, Thought they didn't have a chance if shirts weren't provided. I don't know why people think that. You just got. You can't do it like well, three days in advance or two days in advance. You, as long as you give them enough time, and they did for this. I think it's because uh, they did. The, they tried the checkerboard one time, and that was very mid. Did they? Yeah, they did. And I, I, it was a night game, and it, it just. I don't know. It was. This worked though. Just splitting the stadium mm-hmm. that worked, and also the blue white chants are really popping. I feel like that's a nice. They're timing that up well. Yeah, the defense and I know like it's the, not like reinventing the wheel, but that seems like that's turning into like a good thing. The new UK football champ. Yeah, you know, ah, Louisville fans are literally squirming with the fact we absolutely waxed Florida. It kills them to see this, and that's so amazing. If I'm a U of L fans, and I know we got some that listen, don't worry about Kentucky. Like you are five and zero, oh, and granted, Roush is right. You're kind of getting by the hair on your chinny chin chin, but you're having like. You all have more football wins than you had basketball wins all of last season. <laughs> Brom has more career wins as U of L coach than Kenny Payne does in what twenty six. Like you have something good right now. Stop worrying about Kentucky. You'll we'll beat you down the road. But enjoy yeah. this season. And I think most of them are. This is a big opportunity for them against Notre Dame. Brom's been really good in spots like this when he was at Purdue as dog home dogs. Uh, that's gonna be a good one. U of L. Don't worry about UK. We're going to take care of our own business. We'll see you at the end of the season. You all take care of your own business. How cool would it be if we had a ranked UK UofL Governor's Cup match? Never happened. Never happened. Yep. That'd be sweet. Um, Friday night, free plug here for Colonial Gardens. If you've ever wanted to have a medium to large party, like it's the best event space ever. It's so much fun. Um, wow. It, it like it like turned, because it's a lounge, and it makes you feel fancy and classy, but like Was we're it- just ordering beers because all the, the businesses game. over there keep closing around hey oh but they, they're it is sad colonial gardens was popping well, and then they, they got two new ones okay good yeah a latin and a sushi oh yeah yeah that's fun um but the upstairs up there though it's very cool and i think it's just like if you just hit them like you don't have to pay for it i think you just hit a minimum so we had a bunch of rowdy i love that louisville fans up there and then cats fans that bet the cards money on or whatever it was you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it was that game though is just the Jeff Brom experience, watching them all freak out. I'm like, guys, don't worry. They're they're explosive enough to come back quickly. Thing is that if you, I was reading Bill Connolly's article yesterday. There's a post win expectancy stat, and Louisville's is like James Madison and one other team, uh, West Virginia. West Virginia's gotten pretty lucky with some of this. Like the ball's bouncing their way. Uh, Louisville has the best fumble luck. When it comes to recovering fumbles, things are going their way right now, and they're winning close games. They're one of four teams, I think, in the country that has uh, three plus wins uh, in one score games. So they're they're getting by right now, but it's going to be hectic because Plumbers is very mid. And to the idiot Louisville fan friend of yours, remember, oh, Jawar Jordan's the number one runner in the SEC. He's going to pop runs 
big long runs against bad teams, but they could not run the ball at all against NC State. Like I told him, but they're idiots, they're morons, and they're dumb. So like he's a daily listener, so I'm sure. Oh, and it's going to be really rough watching them trying to run the football against Notre Dame. Uh, still should be a great atmosphere for them. I think they'll 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 get lit Saturday, and it'll be close. Uh, Notre Dame that game. I I I. It's one time I've ever felt bad for Duke fans in my life, where it's like they thought they were going to do this, they thought they were going to win on a sold out college game day. They give up a ninety five yard scoring drive, and then their quarterback just shattered his leg. I mean, that was. I don't know what the it was, but that was one of the gnarliest looking ang- angle injuries I've ever know, seen. I don't know if I Riley Leonard. It was brutal. I don't looking. Know if I saw it. Uh, the the other game Saturday night, LSU Ole Miss. That was a lot of fun. That one I was thought, a blast. I thought Ole Miss was going to blow it too, like when they scored a touchdown instead yeah. of just like kicking a field goal. Because um, that was a lot of time, and Daniels had a lot of looks, and then they have two. They were down to the sixteen, have two false start penalties with like four seconds on the clock. It's like if you. It's a lot easier to score from 16 yards out than 26. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, SEC West, pretty wide open. If Al- I, I mean, I say pretty wide open. Alabama's just going to win it, right? It's what it's kind of shaping up to be, yeah. it, would, it would appear. But they could they could eat each other a lot. A&M, if, A&M could pull off an upset this weekend, although I don't know. Max Johnson, is a, he's, he's a fun second quarterback to come in. Like, he can do some stuff in Petrino's offense. They say where game day's going next week? Uh, haven't checked yet. I know SEC Nation, second straight week that it's going to be a Kentucky game. They'll be there for UK, Georgia. Um, but, uh, yeah, let me check game day. I, I, did, it, did anybody get nervous when they saw Lee Corso picked UK? I know, I know there was a lot of just like. No, huh. I don't think I, I've noticed. Uh, they're going to Red River. Okay. Yeah, oh, Original. Never been there before. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. That is going to be a line. great game, though. Let's see where we're at. Glad we get to watch that too. And the cats got it at night. That's going to be fun. Nineteen and a half next weekend's wild to me. Yes, the game is in Athens, but they haven't lost in five years at home or whatever the stat is. That being said, Georgia's QB is very, very average. I really do think our players can match up with their players. Probably a bit more talented, but our physicality on both sides can hang with them, assuming our play translates from this past game. Yeah, that was a look headline texture. Uh, they hadn't. They don't really like. They adjust the look ahead lines, but they don't release like a quote unquote opening line until Saturday. Right, right now it's fifteen, or that's what I saw on ESPN app at least. Yeah, fourteen, fourteen yeah. and a half, depending on where you're getting it. Yep, yep. A texture stop around. So we have to scramble some fighter jets now to reassert dominance over Europe since the win, to, since the win the freaking Ryder Cup. What a pitiful performance from the USA. Um, another texter today. Said Ricky was laying three. Well, maybe I'm jumping it. I get the Ricky hate, but Fleetwood was laying two and Ricky was laying four. He was laying three. You were right. Ricky had to win the hole even to have a chance. It was essentially impossible for Fleetwood to four putt that. He goes on to say Ricky was laying Ricky was laying three. My apologies. Fleetwood would have had to three putt from two to eight for Ricky to have a chance to win the hole. Dude, you just I, I like I just respectfully disagree. You don't concede that putt. Is that putt going? Is that putt going in? Yes, that putt's going in. I'm showing Roush the picture. Yeah, it's like but you four make foot that dude feet. for the Ryder Cup. You make that dude miss. You make with the pressure and all of it. You make him putt it out. And yes, the odds. It it doesn't change the fact the United States were going to lose. If it wouldn't have been Ricky, it would have been somebody else. But just because of the fact that in that moment that was the one that clinched it, and you look at that putt, you can miss that putt. 
Ricky would have been in for a par. You would have need you. What was it? Was it one down or two down? Regardless, Texter, I don't totally disagree with you. You just don't give up the Ryder Cup like that. You don't. You don't knock over your own king. Even though it's really dramatic in movies, like the intense chess scene, and then the person's just like, and they knock over their own king to give up. Right, you don't right, do that. Right. You don't do that when the country's on the line. Uh, but I jumped ahead there, so I need to get on back. Get on back up the road. Um, good morning. Indiana Tim here. Uh, Keaton Wade. That's the Tim. <laughs> that was an awesome hit. And that's one of those two that, like, if you look up Keaton Wade in the box score, six tackles, half tackle for loss. Felt like he was doing even more. Is there anything we can do to get Destin Wade on the field? Well, if people keep dropping passes, maybe he can. You want to do all the old Joey Gatewood tight end thing? Like, that? Like I don't know. You just see Keaton. And you're like, we've got another one. I mean, Max Harrison st- led the team in tackles with Tim. Dude's got that dog in him. And Alex Afari, he had the nice tackle on fourth down. That's a guy that we haven't mentioned his number a lot this year. That's a big just shout-out to this defense where, like, the the star power is mm-hmm. very evenly distributed. And, again, I feel like we say this. I've said this many times over the years with the Soup's era, but it's like, and I don't see the defense taking a, a drop back at all next year. Like, you just, it's just so it's so built for success for the foreseeable future. Even, like, when you lose such – I mean, Josh Allen was, like, what we thought was a once-in-a-generation defensive player for UK, and this defense is probably better than the defense that he was on. That's just, you know, hats off Mark Soup's. Took it off again. Ah. Put $250 for the Cats to cover. 23 and a half. Seven, uh, several days ago against Georgia, already have offers to cash out for positive money. That's a good it's a good feeling. That's why you listen to Kentucky Roll Call. Awesome weekend from surprising my dad to getting to meet you guys, then kicking the poop out of, come on, Florida Mike. You're trying to get us in trouble. The weekend was a success. I appreciate you guys being nice in person as you are in radio listening this morning on the way back home. Florida Mike, safe travels yeah. back, and there's just not a better way for a long road trip than the feeling of a victory. So it was pretty cool, though. We uh, were meeting Stephen Peake at the, the bar. We're in the parking lot, get out, and all Lucky and I are just kind of getting our, taking the sights in. All of a sudden, it's, Florida Mike pulls up the car. Mm-hmm. He's like, Roush! And, you know, so we get out, do our pleasantries. And yeah, his his dad did not know they were coming to the game at all. Yeah, and uh, he just surprised him at, at the parking lot, and like we saw the surprise, like the ten seconds aftermath. Didn't get to see the actual surprise. We're driving up, and they're all hugging and excited. It was just like, oh man, this is the best. And then you get to go watch him beat the dog crap out of Florida, and now you get to go home and talk to all those stupid Gator fans. Oh my gosh, Florida Mike's living right for sure. Oh man. Yeah, he came up to the tailgate, and like I put where the tailgate is, but there's a million tailgate. You know, like it's hard to know exactly which ones ours, and like you don't have service sometimes when you're there. But he came up to our tailgate. He did find me. He wasn't scared to kind of go poking his head around, and uh, I was glad to get to, to to chat with him. And I'm glad that the Cats won, and you got a good time with your dad. There's really nothing better. John here. Good morning to everyone. The O line and Mr. Ray Davis are no joke. I knew Ray was going to have a very special game. I'm saying it now. Mr. Davis is a Heisman contender. You all agree? We'll got to go catch you later. It did kind of cross my mind, Roush. Like, when do... He's got the most touchdowns in the SEC, no? Or am I making that up? Uh, He's got the most rushing yards. And he's fifth in... Uh, no, fourth. Or, excuse me. Fifth nationally in rushing yards. No, fourth. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking fifth. 594 yards. 
I don't know. They touched him. Like, you feel like if he has a big game against Georgia, you'd like Ray Davis is not going to win the Heisman, folks. But like, if he has a big game against Georgia, don't you think he'd at least earn the conversation of like, I mean, hey, check out this dude at UK. That yeah, but nobody has no running backs don't have big games against Georgia. It's just not a it's just not a thing. Yeah. And I, I, I got I'm going to dream big, I, but I, like I, I, that's I, what, that the buck stops there for me. <laughs> I, I hear you, and I you know that's what history says. But I also didn't think that he was going to drop nearly 300 on Florida either. But hell, Florida. he could be in like SEC Player of the Year type. You know, conversation. And he is out of eligibility after this year, correct? No. What? Yeah. He could uh, have another one. Well, that's he a, will. Well, in the show right there. Uh, you, well, you know what they say about running back lifespans. He can play forever. <laughs> everybody, have, everybody have a great day. The Cats dominated the Gators. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. I'm TJ Walker.